Welcome, friends. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. Just wanted to come to you today with a little observation from something, an interesting comment exchange that took place recently in the comment section of CorbettReport.com, the best comment section on the internet for what it's worth. Uh, what did Exxon knew and when did they knew it? You might remember that recent edition of Questions for Corbett. And there was an interesting exchange that took place that started with uh, Corbett Report member Calibrator, who was making some sort of pun on Exxon, coming up with Exoneration, and Man, Man Bear Pig playing off of that. Oh, you mean put an X on Exxon? No, we're going to X out Exxon. It's, and it'll soon be X Exxon. It's going to X off. Ah, forget it. Which, just a funny little exchange, a little bit of wordplay. But laugh chimed in to say, those aren't X letters in the Exxon logo. It's the cross of Lorraine, also known as the double cross. And Man Bearbig says, wow, I hadn't noticed that. And then directs our attention to the Logo Design Love website, which does talk about the Exxon lo uh, logo by Raymond Lowy. Specifically, it says, use of the SO trademark was restricted in the United States, so Standard Oil of New Jersey hired renowned industrial designer Raymond Lowy to create a new name and logo for the brand. And so, of course, there's the logo that we know with the double cross. And here are the rejected... Uh, uh, proposals for potential Exxon logos before they decided on that one. And as you can see, the first thing, I'll, I'll just give you a moment to glance at it and ask you what you notice, if anything jumps out at you, because the very first thing that I noticed with these rejected proposals was the square and compass, making an appearance certainly here and certainly here, and more or less here and here. I mean, it depends how you look at it, but certainly at least two, three, maybe four variations of this logo had the square and compass embedded in it, which is interesting because, of course, as I'm sure many people know, the square and compass is one of the key symbols of the Masonic order, Freemasonry, uh, which was not lost on the commenters here at Logo Design Love. Uh, for example, Jason, who points out, I still believe that the owners chose Lowy as the designer because of their common bond as Masons, and that the linked X's represent the Cross of Lorraine. Looking at some of his rejected designs only fortifies this belief, as two of them, I, I think more than two, but anyway, at least two of them, show the X's as the square and compass. Um, and so this was obviously interesting, and then Bear Pig posted this, and then talked about the name Esso into Exxon, which is all very interesting. But I think this is an interesting example of how things can be hidden in plain sight, which is an interesting phenomenon overall, and certainly does very much uh, pertain to the Masonic Order and secret societies generally and what they eventually evolved into. And you may, like Man Bearbig, be surprised by this, but that's only because you don't listen hard enough to the Corbett Report. Uh, you will recall that this particular logo, as well as many other signs, symbols, and sigils, were discussed by myself and Freeman Fly of FreemanTV.com almost one decade ago here on the Corbett Report. Because every corporate logo of a major corporation, uh, if you take Target, Walmart, McDonald's, uh, just the list goes on and on, uh, Texaco, Shell, these all are actually aspects inside of a Freemasonic ritual. So what happens is you, you start to learn what goes on in the lodge. Now, first of all, they do not uh, recruit for Freemasonic lodges. So you have to go there of your own free will and accord. They say to be one, ask one. So you find a brother to, to petition you and say, you're okay. You can join the lodge. Then they vote on you and determine whether you're good enough. They'll come and investigate your family. Actually, there was just a major controversy, I believe it was in New York, where the, uh, the sheriff or the uh, police chief was using was the worshipful master of their lodge and using the police database to inspect candidates. 
And so you start to see all the, the connections that go along with being a Freemason. So as you go into the lodge, all of a sudden, okay, so what you will do is you'll go in and you'll go past the man with the sword, walk in the door, you'll be blindfolded, you'll have a pant leg rolled up and one of your sl shirt sleeves pulled down over, bearing your heart. You'll walk upon the point of a sword or a compass, depending on what the lodge uses, but something pointy will stick you in the heart. And you'll have to give your agreement that you're coming here of your free will. Then you go through the ritual where you actually are, are assassinated by three ruffians and then resurrected by King, Har or King Solomon. And this is all uh, inside of Solomon's temple, the building of Solomon's temple. So... Okay, so a few corporate logos, sorry, to jump to it. So when you start to look at, around you, say uh, Texaco and Shell. Now, these are curious ones because you've got a pentagram and a shell. Now, these are both symbols of Venus. When you look at Venus from Earth, every eight years, it'll make pentagrams in the sky. When uh, you see Venus rising uh, in the famous artworks, you will see that she's always on a shell. So these, these are symbols of Venus. When you are pretending to be Hiram Abiff in the lodge and you are murdered by the ruffians and then resurrected by King Hiram or by King Solomon uh, you are appointed to a five-pointed star in the back of the lodge with the G which is the common Masonic symbol the G and you are told this is Venus and this is the light that you are risen to well when you look up Venus in the dictionary you're gonna very quickly see that or you look up Lucifer in the dictionary, you will quickly see that the first definition is Venus. So you're actually being raised to the light of Lucifer. And so these type of codes started coming through loud and clear. Lucifer, 666, Satanism. Now, I'm not a Christian, and I did not come at this from some sort of Christian fundamental pro uh, aspect or looking at things going, I'm looking for Satan. No, but I found it, you know. Uh, when you look at 666, uh, the only word in English that you can make with the numbers 666 is fox. So then you got fox pictures, fox starlight or searchlight, which goes back to the Lucifer type thing. Uh, you know, 21st century fox, fox Mulder, uh, Lucius Fox, <laughs> the Morgan Freeman on Batman, uh, you know, on and on and on. And you'll see that, that the 666, you look at your Macintosh, your, your Apple computers, and you have the bitten apple. And of course, that's another satanic symbol because it was Satan that gave the apple to Eve to bite. And... Oh, the, 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 the satanic, oh, okay, another one is that, okay, so what, what I came to realize was that Freemasonry, and this is duly described by Albert Pike, the, the lead magician of Freemasonry, their, their grand pontiff of the Scottish Rite, who wrote the morals and dogma of, of Freemasonry, which outlines the 32 degrees within the Scottish Rite. And in that book, which was handed to me at the Temple of the 33rd while in the Albert Pike room. Uh, <laughs> in that book, he states over 70 times that Freemasonry is Kabbalism. Now, Kabbalism is an ancient Hebrew mysticism. So when you start to see all the Star of David's inside of a lodge, or you see the Hebrew and all the different connections of, uh, of Judaic law and things in Freemasonry, you'll start to understand where they're coming from. So as I start to look around at all the different corporations, like uh, the Templars were the lead up to the common Freemasons now, and you'll see like Exxon's corporate logo is this double X made into a double cross, which is the cross of Lorraine or the cross of the Knights Templar. 
or when you know that what the Templars were famous for were gold and arches. And, of course, McDonald's, right? Now, you can go double-check. You can find out that Roy Kroc of Freemason or Ray Kroc of, of McDonald's was a leading Freemason. You can find out that Walt Disney was involved in Freemasonry. You can find out that many of these corporations that I've identified their corporate logos are actually Freemasons. So it's not just happenstance. Once again, that was Freeman Fly of FreemanTV.com in a conversation that was recorded one decade ago on signs and symbols and sigils and the effect that they have on our lives consciously and subconsciously. A very interesting and wide-ranging conversation that I'll direct to your attention. I'll include the link in the show notes so that you can go and listen or re-listen to it, as the case may be. But as I say, Corbett Report listeners have known for a decade that the Exxon logo had that hidden, or not so hidden, double cross, the cross of Lorraine. And I, as I say, I think this is an interesting point. It isn't simply... Uh, as it isn't just a straightforward uh, thing that it's simply a gang sign that's flashed um, at people who may be in the know. It's that it, uh, it speaks to an important point of the whole process of occulting information. Because let's remember that the secret societies and the occult generally, what does occult even mean? It simply means something that is hidden. It has been occulted from our view even if it is right in front of our face. And that is something that one starts to realize when you not only get involved in, for example, decoding some of these corporate logos, many of which do contain this kind of symbolism, but also the deeper question of what is the occult and the secret societies. Uh, it's not just oogie boogie wooga booga or woo-woo. The secret societies, as I've been at pains to point out multiple times over the years, were the early intelligence agencies. The intelligence agencies as we know them, the formalized structure of GCHQ and CIA and Mossad and all of the others, the alphabet supers, are simply extensions of the old secret societies, and in some cases quite documentably and uh, literally. Uh, for example, um, obviously, I, I think the, the probably the most famous example, the early CIA was populated almost entirely by Yaleys, specifically members of the Order of the Skull and Bones. And Skull and Bones was heavily represented in the early CIA, probably still is to some extent, maybe not to the same extent, but anyway, the early CIA was essentially an adjunct of Skull and Bones. It was an outgrowth of it. It was the formalization and the institutionalization of that structure, and I think it works on similar ideas as the old secret societies and the old orders have always relied on, which is such things as putting things out there in the public and right in front of your face, but you won't see them because you don't know the secret code words or handshake or sign or symbol that is being referred to. And that's an interesting part of the whole spy craft uh, that goes on in the world these days, which, as I say, has its roots in the old secret societies. There's a lot to talk about there, some of which we do talk about in that conversation with Freeman Fly, but I'll just put the, uh, the, the idea out there for discussion, put it on the table in, obviously, the comment section at CorbettReport.com. Also, of course, if there are other logos that people think are worthy of being dissected, uh, corporate logos or other such things, um, please use this comment section at CorbettReport.com to do that. Uh, on that note, I think that's going to do it for today. Just a little observation that I thought was uh, worth bringing to your attention. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. <laughs>